Boston College's two for two as another big name is returning to Chestnut Hill in 2022. We're going to discuss the news and everything else on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Now, on some of these shows, I sometimes get myself amped up. I get myself really going about big news. And then afterwards, I'm like, why was I so energetic about that? It wasn't that big of a deal. Today, I got two news stories that are definitely going to get my blood pressure going for totally different reasons. The first one, we're going to start with football again, because that's usually my bread and butter. That's where I go to, is that wide receiver Zay Flowers announced on Instagram that he is going to return to Chestnut Hill in 2022. I'm going to try to describe his video because we've seen tons of I'm coming back videos or, you know, Keaton Slovis wrote uh, an article today about him going to pit. You get all those types of things. You even just get like blank press releases like what you get with Phil Dracovic or, you know, he announces to Phil Thamel who releases it to to the public. Zay went a whole different route and I loved it. I absolutely, it was so Zay that it was it was great. So Zay, you know, he starts a video off and it's got this really melodic, you know, kind of bittersweet or- orchestral music underneath talking about his time at Boston College, his respect for Jeff Halfley. He unlike a few other players have not mentioned Steve Adasio. <laughs> I forget who it was. Um one of the transfers mentioned him, but he he just mentions Jeff Halfley and Joe Daly and how big they meant to him and his teammates and the players and the fans and Boston College and it's going on and they're you know they're playing everything in this nice it, the tone is so bittersweet and he's you know he's sitting in a chair he looks kind of meek and he's he's talking and and he and he goes and he make, takes a big deep breath and he goes and so ah, I'm staying at Boston College and he he says he's returning it was. One of my one of my favorites, and I'm not just being um, you know short sighted here. This was one of my favorite commitment videos because it just showed off Flowers' personality to a T. I showed it to my wife, and she died laughing. It was just perfect. It was so good, um, and that so that was just the, how it was announced. But for Boston College themselves, this is humongous news because this is the second big return for the Eagles heading into the 2022 season. Obviously, we heard earlier a couple weeks ago that Phil Dracovic will be returning, which wasn't a huge surprise. Zay, on the other hand, was a little bit more up in the air. I had talked to um, my friend who covers uh, Notre Dame, who knows the, the, the Dracovics. I said, you know, did Phil must have known that Zay was coming back before he made his decision. He said, no. From what I know, he didn't know. Uh, so this was big. This is big for everyone uh, involved because Djokovic gets his binky, and, and it's not binky. He gets his he gets his weapon. He gets his he gets his bazooka basically because you know a binky is like the the safety blanket. I don't think that's what Zay is at all. Zay is his his downtown you know forty yard bomb. And you, you, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you know what Zay Flowers can do. I, I, I was thinking back to plays he's made. He had that game-winning touchdown catch against P. 
Pitt last year that was uh, in overtime. He had a game-winning touchdown catch against Missouri this year in overtime. You know, he's had these big plays, and then he makes these incredible runs. I know he had one against Duke at the beginning of last year. I go back to the play that was called back after Jakovic got called for an illegal's blindside block. It was one of the most video game-esque uh, moves I've ever seen. It was like he was hitting the juke button over and over and over and over again. And he is, he's got moves you're not going to ever see at Boston College. And to get him back, to get Dracovic back, you all need to start, you know, saying your prayers right now, making your donations at church, you know, uh, you know, saying all your good thoughts about their health. Because if these two can stay healthy, if Dracovic and Flowers can stay healthy for one more season, the, the, the depth around them is going to show. You're going to have some more of that talent that will be there. You'll have a decent offensive line. It'll be. I think it's going to get better because they're going to get more and more Halfley guys, more Applebaum guys in there. And the defense is just getting better. We saw it last year. They're not losing a whole lot on that defense. They're going to add some more probably through the transfer portal. And the guys that Jeff Halfley brought in are going to continue to develop. You add that on to Zay and Jakovic. It's going to be a fun season next year. I'm telling you right now. And I love I Zay has been one of my favorite guys to cover. As you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm a beat reporter. I don't get to every practice and game. I try to get to as many as I can. But during the the pandemic, I got to a lot because it was easy. It was on Zoom. So there was there was a practice. I talked to him, and I asked Zay, you know, what is your goal? And he said to me, and it wasn't even he didn't even blink. He was just like the Blitnikoff, the award for the best wide receiver in the country, and. I was, I was like, really? And he said, yeah, I want to win the Blundnikov. And, you know, this was right before his big season in 2020. This was r- before the big games. I was like, oh, okay, that's just, you know, maybe that's just wide receiver talk. But then you saw him play, and you're like, ooh, he could develop into that. And then this year, you were hoping that he would continue to grow, and he did. I mean, he had that big game to start the season against Colgate. And then and then Phil got hurt. And then, and then there was, like, that eight-game series where – they tried as hard as they could to get him the ball, but poor Dennis Grossell could just not get it to him. And th- that just stunk. And then finally, Djokovic comes back and he's hitting him left and right again. So, you know, I think this could be the year for for Flowers. And I think it's the perfect choice for him because, you know, he could have chosen to go to the NFL. He has the speed to show it on tape at at. at at uh, combines or senior games, he could do that. I mean, he could go out and do that, and he has enough, you know, on-film um, highlights to, to to highlight what he could do. But he comes back, he runs it back, and becomes the best ACC wide receiver. He becomes first team in all ACC. You're talking about, you know, a big raise in, in pay. So financially, it makes sense for him. And as Jason Baum said on Twitter. He's also doing this because he wants to finish his degree. So as if for all you Boston College fans out there, that should make your ears light up too because this is a guy that wants to get his, you know, he wants to do the right thing. So all the power to I'm just excited to get to cover him again because he's one of my favorite to cover. Um, you know, he's not the most long-winded. Like you talk to Alec Lindstrom and he'll talk and talk and talk and talk. Say he'll give you, you know, one-liners every here and there. Uh, but he's one of my favorites because I, I just love how honest he is. He's not a guy that's guarded by media Um you know, walls about what he's going to say. He's a wide receiver through and through. He's got that wide receiver build to him in terms of his personality, what he does on the field, what he does off the field. And I think Boston College is going to be better because he's back. And so I know you guys are all excited. I know I am too. Now in a moment, I'm going to flip it and get real negative as I talk about BC basketball and the news that goes on, goes on about today's game against Wake Forest. 
Bowl season is here. Boston College fans, I've been telling you about prize picks, and if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to the college football action, prize picks makes college basketball more exciting. Prize picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world, and offer all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have even heard of. They offer as many props as you can think of in basketball. You can play points, rebounds, assists, threes made, and much, much more. All of you who try out Prize Pick. When you make your first deposit, they're going to match up to $100 with a 100% bonus. So you put $75 in, they're going to give you $75. Bucks. It's that simple. All you need to do is just use promo code LOCKEDON. You just pick two to five players, the over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. It's so simple and easy to win. Prize Picks allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on Jalen Brown and then the under on Mac Jones and touchdowns all in the same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code LOCKEDON or go to App Store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial software in the power of your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books all in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for this once-in-a-lifetime financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that's netsuite.com slash locked. Welcome back. This is Locked on Boston College. AJ Black here. Uh, we In our first segment, we chatted good news. You know, we got into Zay Flowers, uh, how exciting it is to get that playmaker back for one more season at Chestnut Hill. Now, let's get into the bad news. As on Tuesday, Boston College was scheduled uh, to play Wake Forest, excuse me, on Wednesday. But the news came out on Tuesday that the game was going to be canceled because of uh, COVID-19 issues within the Boston College basketball program. And because of that, Boston College was going to have to forfeit the game. Now, let's go over a few things here. This is an ACC policy that BC had to forfeit this game because they made these rules back when, before Delta, before Omicron, that you know, if you didn't have enough players, that was your 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 fault. And I think that goes back to um, some things that we're going to talk about in just a second here. But here's my thought. This is an absolutely asinine rule by the ACC, and they need to fix it immediately. And it's not just for Boston College. It's for any program out there that demands vaccinations on their squad. Because Boston College, as many of you already know, has a 100% vaccination rate. You have to be vaccinated to be on campus. So... This rule was created to punish the teams where players weren't getting vaccinated. You know, some of these schools that have like 60% vaccinations. You wanted to punish them and encourage them to get vaccinated for safety. What does this rule tell Boston College? What does Boston College learn from this? 
They didn't do anything wrong. The players did what was expected of them. The coaching staff did what was expected of them. And now they have to forfeit because of this rule that was created back when COVID-19 started. When players were doing, you know, they were trying to, you know, encourage players to do safe things. Even before the vaccinations, it was, you know, if the players are going to go out and party and and go to a bar and get, you know, five of them are going to get lit up with COVID-19. They wanted to make sure that team didn't get a free get out of jail free pass for that. Boston College didn't do that. Right now, Omicron is flying through vaccinated people as much as unvaccinated people. Now, it's not making them as sick as much, but it's still hurting vaccinated people. And what they need is the booster shot, which I know I'm not getting into the whole politics behind any of this. I'm just saying what it is, right? You know, the next step is the booster shot, which is supposed to prevent the Omicron virus from getting into people. But that hasn't been able to be widely accessed yet by the public. So Boston College, in in the sense, is getting punished for doing nothing. Now they have to forfeit. They have to lose a game, which they probably would have lost to anyways. Wake Forest is really good. But they they were they get to lose a game they didn't get to play. This is so unfair to the players. The players did what they were supposed to do, and now they're going to be punished for it. This is asinine. There's you know five teams now in the ACC that have been punished by this rule. And I don't know what the the vaccine policy is on each campus. I honestly don't care. I'm talking about Boston College. This is locked on Boston College. This isn't locked on Louisville or locked on Syracuse. They could tell you about their policy. I'm talking about Boston College right here now. And I know other schools have that too. But what what do we do? What do we do? You know, first of all, the easy thing to say is don't make them forfeit the game. A team like Boston College that hasn't done anything wrong shouldn't have to forfeit. Just cancel the game. I know it's going to cause icky numbers, but this is an icky situation. This is something that hasn't been done before. This is we're in uncharted territories here, given the situation in the in the world with COVID nineteen. So just just cancel the game, and if in if you really want to get um, think outside the box, which the ACC, the NCAA, clearly have shown no indication that they want to do anything like this, but you could do some things that could make this look a little bit better and kind of make everyone happy. And here's kind of what I'm proposing. I mean, if you look around college sports right now, if you look about any sports, it's I mean, my whole Twitter feed right now for all the things I follow is so-and-so's in COVID protocol, so-and-so's in COVID protocol. This team's on hold. It's like nonstop. I, th- I think we need to take a break for a couple weeks. It's Christmas holiday. Spend the time with your family. Spend the time, you know, get your tests, get yourself safely to see your family, have a good time players and fans just take a break for a couple weeks and what you do you don't cause forfeits you don't cause cancellations you put those games to the end of the season remember around the spring last year is when all the covid stuff kind of dissipated a little bit it'll be safer right hopefully all the numbers kind of go down again we can have an acc tournament just a little bit later and then we can have an nc tournament ncaa tournament maybe like the beginning of may and you know what you make it may madness you don't make it March Madness. And I can already see some of you all, you know, people who don't like to change yelling at me. Oh, it's that's the way it's always been. Yeah, it's the way it's always been. But it was always that way without a global pandemic going on. So maybe we just change it. Maybe just have some, you know, let's do it so we can all enjoy it again. And I said, I think I said this last year. I'm going to say it again. Like, think outside the box. Instead of having these forfeits, all these games being canceled and rescheduled, pause. Let's pause for two weeks, three weeks and just move those games 
And we can get it all, we're going to get them all in. We're not just, we're not doing other things. And for all of you that are just like, well, I need it. Find something else to do. Read a book. Go have fun with your family. Go for a run. Go skiing. I don't care. Just, just, it, it's not working right now. The, the, the world of sports is, is like hanging on with like duct tape. And I think it's, it's the way to make it work. And I think it, by the end, we'll be happy about how it ends. So I think that's my, my suggestion. And my, my last thoughts on, on COVID, I know some of you have messaged me before, like, please stop talking about it, but it's what's going on in the world. I'm sorry, folks. Um, and it impacted Boston College today. So and it's impacted Boston College twice now because remember, hockey had to have a pause too. So um, hopefully this will be the end of that for Boston College and that we don't end up, hey, maybe BC ends up playing like 12 forfeit games and ends up eight and four in the season and we don't get to see any basketball, but just forfeits all over the place. I don't think that would be fun, but that's what it is. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about recruiting here. Um, we have a, we were supposed to have a holiday segment. I'm going to move that on to Thursday. Um, but we're going to have a recruiting segment because I want to talk about where Boston College is looking right now so you can get a, 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 an in-depth glance at where the Eagles could go with their last couple picks now that they have a few recruiting slots still open. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use our mobile interface to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. This is BetOnline, where the game starts. Alright folks, you know me, you know I am a huge Built Bar fan. And this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar, it's the Built Bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, always 100% covered in chocolate. Built Bar gives you that extra feel you need to bust down those small doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. If you're just standing in an endless shopping line, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. And if you're like me and you're online, you know, trying to get that last minute deal, I always have a Built Bar with me. I just had one before recording this podcast. I, I've had a long day and I needed that extra Built Boom. And you know what? Built Bar is giving me that energy to fly through this podcast and give you everything you need. And you know what? They also have some new bars that you need to check out. They're marshmallow treats. Reminds you of the holidays. You need to try the Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallow through and through with different flavors all covered in chocolate. They taste so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Just go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. This is Locked On Boston College. For all of you who have made Locked On BC your first listen to every day, thank you so much. And I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And for those of you who like this podcast and want some more good Locked On uh, podcasts, check out Locked On ACC. Uh, I'm on today with Candace Cooper. I'm talking a lot about the same kind of topics, but, you know, Getting a different perspective from Candace, you can hear uh, us talk about basketball, football. Um, I talk about Keen Slovis and Pitt, all sorts of good stuff. So check out Locked On ACC wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube. So last week, Boston College landed 21 recruits. Two did not come: uh, R.J. Maryland and Jamal Hood, who were expected to come, which kind of knocked them down a little bit in their recruiting pegs. But I still don't think 
they were major losses in the, in the grand scheme of things. And Boston College, as Jeff Halfley said, is not done with this class. And he's gone on to kind of make some moves in terms of uh, attracting some new commitments. And th- these are all 2022 uh, offers and you know what? Who is he looking for? You know, is he looking for quarterbacks? What is it? What what kind of position he's looking for? Well, if you know Jeff Halfley, you know he likes uh, speed. And so some of the names he's looking for are mostly guys in the secondary. They're athletes. They're cornerback safety. So Kylon Griffin was the first one that came out. He's a Mississippi State decommit. You can read all about him on bcbulletin.com. A big offer list. He's a three star. You know. As good as Jamal Hood, I think, in terms of offer lists and what you want. Um, a big guy, 6'2", 6'3", would be a great fit. And today they offer, or sorry, on Tuesday night, they offered a pair of defensive backs. And both of them are impressive because this is what they're going for here, folks. You know, he offered Jamarian Burt, a defensive back from Florida who... Uh, one of the SI Florida guys said is one of the most impressive uh, remaining recruits from Florida. So maybe Boston College gets in with him. And the other one they offered was uh, from Waxachaki, uh, Texas, Jalen Davis Robinson, who is a speedster. And he ran a 10-5, 100-yard dash. Uh, he's a track star, defensive back. So you see, you're starting to see, you know, they're trying to fill that Jamal Hood spot. Um, they've also, I think they're going to be looking at some wide receivers. You'll see what they're going to look. For. They're looking for those guys that can kind of play both. Um, and I think that's going to be some interesting, that's an interesting trio of, of recruits right there. These aren't just like uh, flyers you're taking on. These are guys, you know, a Mississippi State decommit, the most attractive recruit in Florida and a speedster from Texas. Like, Go for the, any of those guys. You're going to be happy about that, right? And for those that are like, you know, you're thinking maybe, oh, you know, these guys are all, you know, late recruits. Remember who Boston College landed late last year? One of the last guys they got was Jaden Williams. And I still remember they got Jaden Williams. I think they had Jalen Williams, too. And I was like, I don't remember who the difference of the two of these guys are. And I just kind of chalked him up to being kind of lower on the list in terms of wide receivers between Lewis Bond, Dante Reynolds, and some of the other new guys that were on the squad. And who was the freshman that probably played the most this year? was Jaden Williams. So Boston College can find good talent at this point in the recruiting class. And even if it's guys that they're just connecting with now, they still can make a big difference on this team. So I like all three of these guys and we'll have updates on all three of them up on BC bulletin. If you want to learn more about them and believe me, I am all over any new uh, recruits that are coming to Boston college, any visits, anything like that. I'll have it up there and make sure you check out maroon and gold forums too, because that's usually where maybe I'll just throw if, if I can't get a story up on the player, I'll get an offer uh, offer idea up so that you can kind of get the, the full row down. Now on tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking with the boneyard podcast about, um, um, ECU and BC. So Boneyard is a uh, ECU podcast. We're going to do a kind of crossover episode where I'll talk on their show. They're going to talk on mine. You'll get the whole ECU lowdown. We'll find out more about the Pirates, and I hope you check it out. This is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. You can follow my site at BC Bulletin. Uh, make sure you check out all of our stuff, and make sure you check out my writer, Mitch Wolf. He's one of my favorites uh, to read. He does some really great in-depth work on our site. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.